Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us. Coming up in just a moment, Fargo, they might actually maybe completely get rid of special assessments. We're going to tell you actually how you can make a difference to make that happen. Fargo City Commissioner Tony Garrett joins us here in just a moment. We start tonight, though, with the fact that you and your will, your desires are being completely thwarted by the D.C. swamp. The bureaucrats in D.C. that sit in their little desks, push a bunch of papers, pushing buttons, but don't really get what's happening here in the heartland or across the rest of the country. I'm going to give you two prime examples of what I'm talking about. But first, I want to ask you a quick question quick question tonight, excuse me. What do you feel if you're sitting at home right now, wherever you're watching this video, what do you feel is the most pressing, most important issue facing our country today? I'm just curious how you would answer that question. Please email us, text us, let us know. I mean, my, some of you out there might say, you know what, I'm in the, I'm feeling the burn. I'm in the Bernie Sanders camp. Remember when he said the most pressing issue the existential threat to the United States right now is climate change. That's where Bernie sits. I don't think many people agree with him, but I'd like to hear from you what you think it is. What happened today is that Gallup actually released a brand new poll, and according to this Gallup poll, the single most important issue facing our country today is illegal immigration. This is the highest number they've ever had. 23% of the people polled said, hey, illegal immigration is the single biggest problem that we face, and this is in the history the history of Gallup polls. Now, some of you might say, hey, Berg, we're in North Dakota. I mean, we're as far away from, <laughs> from the southern border as you can possibly get. And yet, even Congressman Kelly Armstrong, when he talked to him, he says, look, what amazes him is that even when he goes out and about or the phone calls they get or the emails, the most comments he gets right now is our lone congressman. It's all about immigration. So the American people get that this is a problem. They want it solved. Our border right now is being invaded by people that are coming up along. And unfortunately, you and I have to say that the, the country, the country of Mexico is actually doing more to protect our sovereignty right now than, than these bureaucrats, these swamp dwellers in D.C. And here's a couple examples. Remember when President Trump, he holds these mega rallies. Think back to when he would go out and do these mega rallies. What was the single biggest chant he would get at every single rally. It was always, I mean, hands down, build the wall, build the wall. We've seen it time and time again. So uh, unfortunately, what happens right now with all these bureaucrats in D.C., and we've talked about it here before in Point of View, the Army Corps of Engineers just simply, they just drag their feet. These bureaucrats, they believe, they think that, you know what, I know better than you do. I'm in D.C. I'm in the swamp. I know more. And they think, you know what, no matter what, if whether we build this wall in a year or whether I never build this wall, doesn't matter. I still get paid. I'm a D.C. swamp dweller. I'm a bureaucrat. I will outlast the president, whether it's President Trump or whoever, I'll outlast that administration. So that's one example how they are thwarting your wills, your desires. But this example I want to share with you tonight, this one gets me heated. And you may even by the end of this segment here tonight may be throwing stuff at your TV when you understand what's really happening here because as we all know, President Trump last week, he tweeted out there was going to be these massive um, ice raids, deportations of people. And here's the key thing you got to know. These are individuals that have broken our laws twice. So you and I both know these are illegal immigrants, right? You and I both know as American citizens, if you and I broke the law twice, we would be paying a price. We broke the law twice, we'd be paying a price. I'm rhyming tonight, man. So it's, an, it's incredible, you had illegal immigrants, nothing happens to them. 
So what's happened is these people, if they've been adjudicated with their asylum claims, they've been told, hey, you got to be deported, and they're still breaking the law by staying in our country. So President Trump says, okay, you guys don't want to follow the law a second time? You're not going to remove yourself? Then we'll have you removed via ICE. So he puts this out. Then on Friday, the acting secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, we can bring up this video, please, Kevin McAleenan, and I just found this up before I came on the air. Kevin McAleenan, for the past 12 years, you want to know how many times, how much money, and you can do whatever you want, you know, politically. I really don't care. But when you're trying to run President Trump's immigration plan, do you not wonder how many times in the past 12 years this gentleman has donated to Republicans? Zero. Gave a ton of money to Democrats. This man right here on Friday leaked out to the Washington Post, to the media, the cities that these ICE raids were going to take place. I, like I said, I don't, if you don't want to agree with President Trump, you want to be a bureaucrat, you want to go out there and try to thwart the will of the American people, you know what, go ahead and do what you think, you, you think is right. But here's the thing. When you start putting out the cities that our ICE, our ICE people are going into, this is law enforcement, folks. When you start putting the, the, the cities out, we also had happened in Oakland. The mayor in Oakland, remember when they were going to have the ICE raids, and the mayor in Oakland was like, hey, guess what? ICE is coming. You are literally putting a target on these people's backs. You are, you are putting our law enforcement, their lives at risk because they go into LA, they go into Chicago, they go into New York because this guy right here wants to leak the information. Someone walks in with an ice vest, that community, you don't know what's gonna happen. You have no idea what's gonna happen. This guy's putting our law enforcement that are risking their lives every single day, he's kicking out these MS-13 guys every single day, and this guy wants to put their lives at risk because he doesn't like the optics of a raid. He doesn't think it's going to look good if we're going to go remove people from our country that shouldn't be here in the first place. That's the hubris and the arrogance of the D.C. swamp, the bureaucrats that are right now thwarting what you say is the most pressing issue in our country. So to me, very upsetting when you're going to put our law enforcement in harm's way. That is what's happening right now. Of course, you saw, I'm sure, the tweet over the weekend as well. President Trump said, hey, at the request of the Democrats, we're not going to have these ICE raids. A big part of the reason President Trump stopped the ICE raids is because he didn't want our, our law enforcement guys to get hurt. Didn't want to see them uh, have something bad happen to him because McAleenan wanted to leak the information. Also, there's a big vote coming up, I think, tomorrow, <laughs> which we've seen that the Democrats won't even vote for the humanitarian aid for the border right now. We've got young people down there with no toothbrushes in bad, bad situations, and yet the Democrats won't even vote for money. They always vote for money. Won't even vote for more money to go down for the humanitarian aid at our border. That is how the D.C. swamp, folks, is thwarting the will of the American people. I'd love to know your point of view and your thoughts on the fact that Kevin McAleenan has got enough arrogance, enough hubris to go out there and leak information about our ICE guys, our law enforcement people, and potentially put their lives at risk. Please share your point of view with us. All right, over the past, uh, I don't know, probably 12, maybe 18 months, uh, there's been a task force on special assessments here in Fargo. Last week, there was two public comment meetings where you can go and say, hey, look, these are some of the issues I've got with special assessments. I don't know a single person on the planet that likes special assessments other than maybe city engineers. So joining us tonight, I would say the person that sort of spearheaded this conversation from the get-go uh, 12 to 18 months ago was Fargo City Commissioner Tony Garrick joining us live in studio. Great to have you here, sir. We appreciate it very, very much. a long time. It has been a long time, so it's yeah. great to see you, man. So there's been, we've had these task forces now, I think since last August, yep. nine, 10 meetings. For the people at home right now, what I want you to explain to them is, hey, you guys have sat down, you've been pushing papers. What 
have you gotten done or what can you communicate to us? Hey, Chris, here's what we've done to help the people at home save money on special assessments. So this task force is a group of nine folks that is community members, business owners, things like that. So we've educated these folks on what special assessments are, how we use them in the city of Fargo. We took a survey as a group and, you know, do you like specials? Do you hate them? Should we get rid of them? How should we fix them? Uh, and then we put that together. This task force is nothing more than giving advice to the city commission. Ultimately, the city commission will vote on if, if there is any changes. At these meetings, uh, the mayor and others uh, st stood up and kind of gave a hint of what might change. Nothing has changed, by the way, and, and we need uh, input from the community to help us make those decisions to get rid of special assessments. Uh, but the hint that was given by the mayor at one of the meetings, at least, was that we might lower the 1% interest rate to 2.75 uh, for the, the amount we charge people for, for their special. And we might reduce the engineering fee by about 2% from 30% to 28% or from 20% to 18% um, for, so for the engineering So let's pause it for a moment. What, yep. what, what is the actual, so right now what happens with special sessions, correct me if I'm wrong, is that we are using city engineers rather than mm -hmm. private builders, city engineers to go out and sort of assess what's going to take place from a yep. city planning perspective. What is that engineering fee? Uh, it can be up to 30%. So it can be, for a big development, it could be 30%. For you know, a smaller project, it might be 10, it might be 11. Now, obviously, if you go to a private business, it's going to be much lower than that. Uh, so we charge what we need to in order to recoup what we do because we're not, we're not a private business. We're, we're the government, and it's, things tend to cost more sometimes. Um, so we might cut around the edges a little bit. What I'm telling people at Fargo is that if you don't call us, tell us what you want. Tell us that you want to end special assessments completely. And by the way, I'll explain in a moment how we do that. If you don't tell us that, we're not going to do it. Uh, you're not going to get the votes on the city commission to do that. They have to feel the pressure from the people to know that they want these things done. And I think over the last year, two years, we've seen the people speak up pretty loudly that they want these things gone. But that fades over time. And this has been a year now of this task force, and we have not heard a lot from people, and we need to. Absolutely. Although I will say, I, I did watch some of the videos of the, the two meetings last mm -hmm. week, and it seemed like some of the people that were at the meetings, meaning city leaders, were fairly surprised at the turnout. So I think people are still engage. I want to get to how we eliminate specials in a moment, but for everybody out there watching, I think this is such a critical topic. Um, your voice can make a difference. So up on our Facebook page here at Point of View, you can just go to facebook.com forward slash POV now. Again, slash POV now. Uh, you guys are actually doing a survey yes. for the city. So you go there, I put the survey up, you can click on, I think it's maybe four or five questions, yep. but you can give your feedback to our city leaders and let them know where you stand. Some of you out there, you might like specials. I, I hate the fact that if you're someone who's on a fixed income and all of a sudden a bill drops in your lap of five grand, you go, what in the world, how am I mm -hmm. gonna pay for that? So how, number one, how do we get rid of special yep. assessments? And number two, if we do, how are you gonna make up for that? Sure, so the way we end special assessments is we just, for new developments, we just stop assessing. We just stop doing it. The developer will fund the infrastructure, and when they sell and the property, that's already happening right now. Right? It happens all over, the, all over the country, and yes, it already happens in Fargo as well, uh, and communities around us. Uh, so once you sell that property, that's how you recoup your dollars, just like any other business would 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 be. For existing infrastructure, we would have to replace those dollars with something else. I re I gave a plan last year how to do that. Then the state legislature made made it way easier, way, way easier. They're gonna give us um, at a minimum 13 million dollars per year from the state, new dollars. We've never had these dollars before that have to go to infrastructure. Well, what does special assessments do? It has to be for infrastructure. So the, the state just gave us the amount we absolutely need to just end specials completely. But unless we, we tell the city commission, hey, I want specials gone instead of doing something else with those dollars, you're gonna st still see specials. Um, well, they're gonna Why cut is that so edges. hard to figure out? I mean, this is brand new money. Yeah. So I asked, uh, Commissioner Grinberg about it. He said, no, nah, I don't think we're going to use it just for specials. I know Mayor Mahoney does. <laughs> so why not? I don't know, because they haven't felt the pressure, obviously. Uh, right, well, they, they haven't heard from the people enough. But, speaking but I, if, it's on, if it's up to me, 
it goes 100% to ending specials completely for everybody. Speaking of Commissioner Grinberg, I had a chance to visit with him just before these meetings were taking place. One of the things that I asked him, because my understanding is that we as taxpayers here in Fargo, we, we sort of are a backstop. For example, if a builder was going to default, yep. that the builder's not going to end up paying forward or whatnot, but it ends up actually in our lap, which mm -hmm. I, I kind of get because it is a city thing. But sure. I want to share with you what I asked uh, Commissioner Grinberg and give you a chance to respond. Developer is using the tax people or the taxpayers of Fargo sort of a backstop in the city of Fargo, correct? Taxpayers, no, they're obligated to pay those. So again, back to that, if a developer owns uh, 100, 100 lots and we help finance that, that developer is responsible to pay that principal and interest on that obligation. The city of Fargo doesn't make those payments. Citizens don't make those payments. Either the developer does until he sells a lot or the homeowner when they buy the new home pays that specials back to the city. So the taxpayers don't underwrite or subsidize greenfield development. That's a misnomer. So taxpayers do not underwrite or subsidize greenfield. That's a misnomer. Is that I disagree. We play the bank. We are the bank. So if you don't pay your mortgage, for example, whose problem is it? It's the bank's problem. If you go bankrupt, the, your home goes to the bank. Same way with infrastructure. If a developer develops 100 pieces of, of, of parcels, 100 parcels, and he goes bankrupt and just leaves town and goes bankrupt, we now own those parcels. Well, who's paying for those? The government is, i.e., the people are. So we charge a 1% interest rate above and beyond what our specials are for the city. We hand you that bill. So if, you, if we get it for 5%, we're giving you a 6% loan, okay? We say we do that because if someone defaults, we have a buffer so that everyone else can cover that amount, i.e., all the other citizens can cover that amount. So either we're lying about that, okay, or we're doing it for, for a reason. And I think it's because it's for a reason. If, if people default, we have to have a buffer. We, of course, no one's ever defaulted before, so we're, we're just pocketing those dollars. So one, we need to reduce or end that 1%, bring it down to 0.25 or, or lower, uh, and we need to stop saying that's for defaulting, because no one's ever done it before. But you are on the hook for infrastructure. Uh, all the residents of Fargo are. If a developer defaults using our loan, it is our problem. So just for clarity, what I'm hearing you say tonight, because I want to make this super simple for people at home, is that if we use the Prairie Dog money, that essentially, potentially, could wipe out special assessments. Yes because that is a money for perpetuity according to the legislature, yep. right? Um, as long as we have oil. And, and thus, which we're going to have for a long time, and thus now people can have a consistent and stable mortgage rather than getting this bill dropped in their lap, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're using state funds to, to get rid of what we're currently using as local funds. It, I mean, it's a great deal for Fargo. It's, it, yeah. Fargo benefits the most out of this Prairie Dog as bill. As long as it's used well. That, that's the hiccup, it, it, and, and that's where your feedback can make an impact. So, again, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash POV now. Take the survey. If you don't, get a, if you don't, if you don't speak up, you're going to get a convention center out of this, right? You're going to get, you're, you're, <laughs> seriously, we're going to spend those dollars on something that's not necessary, and you're going to be paying special assessments instead, okay? All right, I have to go, but i, I got to <laughs> share this with you because this was a comment that came in. We get a chance to do this. It says, Performing Arts Center, Convention Center, don't need either. What a waste of time, money, and resources. What currently exists in the FMR is good enough. Put more time and energy into coming up with some affordable housing for low-income people. I promise I didn't, I didn't know that before. <laughs> I know you did. That's why I think it was, it was perfect. Great to have you here, sir. It's yeah, you a long time. We appreciate it. Again, make your voice heard. Create some stability in your home ownership and get rid of these special assessments. Just go to facebook.com forward slash POV now. Take, maybe you love specials. If you do, still take the survey. Give our city leaders accurate information about where you stand on these things so we can make some better decisions.